This podcast was brought to you by Be Blunt. Be Blunt makes it easier for the modern cano women to break down the most important bits of cannabis culture, help them discover beautiful products and brands that can enhance their lives and share the stories meant to inspire others. If you're still looking for that perfect holiday gift, head over to BeBluntDaily.com, check out their holiday gift guide for 2018, and at checkout, use promo code OXPLOW. Again, that promo code is O-X-P-L-O-W for 10% off. Okay, let's get into our episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ox and Plow hashtag Canada Chick Chats podcast. My name is Lace. I'm your host and the creator of the brand and business Ox and Plow. Okay, let's get right into episode number 10 with Hillary and Elizabeth. They are the creators of the Canadian lifestyle brand Bud Betty. They are passionate women who aim to elevate the world of cannabis through visual storytelling. They create art through collaboration and aim to empower women around the world. And I am just so excited for this episode. I hope it inspires you the same way it inspired me. And um, let's get into it. All right. Here is our episode with Elizabeth and Hillary. Hello. Elizabeth and Hillary. Hi. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, I'm so excited that you girls are here. Um, so let's just dive right into it. I would just love for you to introduce yourselves to the audience and tell them who you are and who Bud Betty is. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm Elizabeth Gray, and I am co-founder of Bud Betty. Um, and I'm Hillary Jenkins, also co-founder. Um, and we started Bud Betty back in July 2018. Um, Elizabeth and I had known each other just for a short little while, and we both sort of connected over our passions for events and sort of lifestyle and cannabis and we decided that um, Bud Betty was gonna happen so (laughs) we just kind of put our heads together and worked out all the details and what is Bud Betty Elizabeth? Yeah so Bud Betty is a lifestyle brand so our hope within Bud Betty is to be visual storytellers we want to collaborate within the cannabis community especially Canadian cannabis is is pro since we are Canadian, um, but not exclusive to and 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 women who are empowered enough to go on this cannabis journey with us. I love that. Um, <clears throat> I love it so much because I really feel like with my brand, it just resonates so many things for me and supporting other women and just like having this cultured community come together in this space. Um, can you talk a little bit about how Bud Betty began? Like you guys are obviously best friends and super <laughs> close and just, I mean, if you guys have looked at their Instagram, they're always together and creating and it, it's such a beautiful relationship to, to watch, uh, digitally, but could we dive a little bit deeper just for the audience to kind of get, um, an idea of how your friendship came about and how that created Bud Betty? For sure. So we definitely are best friends. (laughs) We spend all of our time together, literally. Um, So we met serendipitously. um, Elizabeth's resume actually crossed my desk. We work in the nonprofit sector and um, we were looking for an events 
specialist and I saw her resume and I just knew it was fate. I was like, this girl needs to join our team. And she did. And from the first week, we really clicked. And <laughs> I went on a little birthday trip with some other girlfriends. Literally the first week Elizabeth was working um, on our team and she joined as well. And it's sort of been a really fast friendship. And um, she's so creative and brilliant. If you could see her right now, her outfit is glorious. <laughs> she's just the queen of fashion, probably in Calgary. And she, I just knew I was magnetized to her. So um so that's sort of how it all began and really as our friendship evolved we just sort of connected on these points that we had sort of shared passions and um experiences it's really funny our lives sort of mirrored each other in in many ways um yeah and we just kind of started talking about our future and what we wanted to do outside of work and and bud betty sort of took off it was a plan that we both connected on and we both agreed the vision was the same so mm-hmm. we had the same vision for what bed betty bud betty would be and um yeah yeah so um obviously like we mentioned cannabis is a part of our lives and um we knew we wanted to be a part of it but financially and time think oh yeah let's just start a storefront that wasn't for us we're creative and social beings, the two of us. And so I think that's why Instagram really um, was a great foundation for us to start something. And that something, like Hillary mentioned, turned into Bud Betty. And Bud Betty um, has flourished into so much more. And we're exploring the event realm now. Um, obviously, we've got our Instagram page, which is that creative storytelling aspect and and yeah, it's sort of grown. Yeah. And we're definitely being approached to collaborate, you know, often now. And it's really cool that the community, um, it's so young. It's in its infancy in Calgary and in Canada. And um, just the community has been great. They've welcomed us. They want to collaborate with us. They're inviting us out to what they're doing. They're asking us advice. So it's it's been really cool. It's been a great journey so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's different here in the States versus where you are. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what that looks like um, in Calgary and how the events are set up there in terms of legalization and things in terms of just how that landscape looks like? Because in the States, it's so different. And we're able to, I mean, here we have um, bud lounges and places where we can hold <laughs> events. And you know what I mean? And we have licenses where we can like, open up these events how does it differ from here to there sure well I mean legalization just officially happened October 17th so until that date everything was pretty hush hush um and everyone was sort of tiptoeing around what we can and cannot do so like Hillary said, this whole experience for the cannabis world in Canada, let alone for Bud Betty, is still so much in its infancy, and we're still discovering so much of the things we can and cannot do. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. In- I was going to say that um, as far as events go, um, right now we don't have a licensing process that is coming, Um we are really events are limited to private spaces and um, ticket sales are not um, allowed. So you can't actually sell tickets to a cannabis event where cannabis will be consumed or sold. 
um, that sort of thing. So obviously the selling sticks to the stores that are licensed and events are really just private events. So everyone's kind of, um, you know, hosting their homes or friends' homes. Um, and so they're small and we are so excited to see that world open up and see where legislation takes us and probably, and hopefully be a part of, of that legislation and lawmaking because we come from a place of understanding um, from the events realm and also from our understanding of cannabis. That is so cool. And I would love to kind of uh, switch gears and kind of um, talk about both of you individually in your stories of cannabis and when you first consumed and just kind of how is it medicinal for you? Is it recreational? When was your first time? And, and just both individually your stories and then how you consume together and how that um, affects and, and, and is evolved in your relationship. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I can start. It's Hillary. And um, so I, my journey with cannabis started at a pretty young age, you know, I have an older brother who exploring it um, and sort of kind of jumped on, on the wagon. And so, I mean, the first time I um, tried cannabis, I was 15 and we were at a park and um, my brother was with some friends and asked, I, I asked him if I could, you know, have a puff of their joint. And he was like, well, no, I don't really feel comfortable. I was like, no, 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 I've done it already before. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> And I, and he's like, oh, okay. And that was sort of my first time. And yeah. And so throughout high school, um, really it was more of a relaxation tool. I had a ton of anxiety in high school. Um, I was a good student, but just always had that social anxiety and it really helped. And I had, you know, friendships that were um, built around, you know, these smoke sessions and then heading to university um, I, I know that I've told you this before, but um, it's, I, I really would attest that my university degree um, comes in part from my cannabis consumption because I have ADHD and I was diagnosed as an adult actually um, right before heading to university. And so I've always had a hard time focusing in school and I have an art degree. And so those long hours in the studio and staying focused and trying to like tap into your creativity, um, I would, I would smoke, yeah, smoked lots of weed in, in university. And that's really sort of what got me through and kept me focused and balanced. And um, yeah, so that's sort of my journey. Yeah. Um, I feel like my journey is a little bit more conservative. Um, I'm sure like many many people. My family was really conservative even till this day. Um, so I think my relationship with cannabis blossomed more with my um, husband's love and interest for it. Um, but there's three sort of pinnacle moments for me or experiences that really changed my life and made me um, realize how incredible this plant can be. Um, I personally suffer from terrible migraines and in university um, it got so bad where I'd get cluster migraines three days a week and the only thing that helped was actually um, infuse cannabis ointments on my muscles and my pain. It seemed to be the only thing that eased that suffering. Um, so that was really a pinnacle moment for me. My little sister who's quite young suffers from terrible, terrible eczema on her hands and again those infused ointments are what um, 
saved her hand pain as well. And then my husband is a active user um, and it's just really been beneficial to our lifestyle and the peace within our home and how we go about our day to day. And so for me, um, probably the more medical side of cannabis has just transformed my life. And I'm a, a strong advocate of alternative medicine, um, of which I think cannabis can play a huge role. Um, so that's kind of my journey. And then, and then together, I guess we sort of are the yin and yang, and we balance each other out. And we explore the um, cannabis, I guess, together, whether we're smoking a doobie or trying a different bath bomb or whatever that might look like um, within our Bud Betty journey together. I love that so much. And each of your stories are so interesting for me because um, I feel like, you know, being a creative, it's, it's one of those things where your mind is already like chaos, right? Like, your mind is going 90 miles a minute and, and you, and it's hard to slow it down. Right. Especially when you have an idea or a vision. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you can attest to that same process, right. Creatively in, mm-hmm. and, and so when for you, and I believe Hillary, you are, you were talking about, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, you were talking about how um, ADHD has affected your creativity. How do you feel that cannabis has either, I guess, organized all of that for you in a way that you can be creative and focused? Like, how does it help you? Um, Yeah, that was actually, it was Hillary that was talking about that. That's me. Um, About the ADHD and my creativity. And definitely, I mean, honestly, I'm the kind of person that can be spinning around a room and have a lot of things on my to-do list, um, even if it's a creative thing that I need to get done, a painting or a project. And um, oftentimes, most times, I will need to consume cannabis in one way or another, whether it's an edible or um, through smoking or vaping to even just get myself set down at the table and focused to be able to write an email or um, start working on a project. And um, it was really funny. I was down in California a couple years ago with my mom and um, I, I had a pretty tight timeline on a, a creative project that I was working on. And this is before legalization. Um, and I was kind of just kind of spinning around my mom's like I don't understand how you get any of this kind of stuff done on a regular basis and I was like well mom to be honest that was the first time we had a conversation about consumption I said to be honest um typically I would I would consume cannabis before working on a project like this so I'm a little bit out of sorts and that really opened that conversation with my mom and and who's a very conservative um individual and who had never considered cannabis as sort of an aid or um, a way to tap into creativity so it was a really cool conversation but yeah that's sort of um, my relationship with the creative process and consumption. That's so cool. Um, what, what was that conversation like with your mom? I know that we're going a little bit off topic, but I feel like that's really important to, to cover because, you know, being in this industry, as you know, and working with other conservatives, it can be hard, but when you 
put that in terms of a family perspective or dynamic, it yeah. is so different. What was that like for you, <laughs> yeah. Hillary? And I'd yeah. love to hear your experience with your family and cannabis and Bud Betty um, also, Elizabeth. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's um, it's been a journey for sure. And I'd say since two years ago, having that conversation with my mom was sort of the start. And I was terrified to have that conversation with her. Um, I have a great relationship with my parents and I've kept sort of my consumption um, hidden because wanting to maintain my beautiful relationship with them and not wanting them to be nervous or scared with, with lots of misunderstanding and, and lack of understanding about cannabis itself. Um, so really just, I, you know, we had dinner and I was telling her, you know, this would be my creative process of having some cannabis, being able to sit down, focus and, and sort of tap into my creativity. And at first she, I mean, her biggest fear is, is your physical health. So um, is it affecting your lungs? What does that look like? And, and talking about the different ways to consume. And um, then even this summer, uh, we were together for a little bit. My parents actually live in England. So this summer we had a chance to sit down and talk and it's when Bud Betty was sort of evolving and, and coming into fruition. And she still was a little bit leery about the health um, concerns. And I actually sat her down and we watched um, the Charlotte's Web sort of documentary, the short documentary. Yes, I love that documentary. Yes. And we were we also watched, um, I'm not sure who created the, the short um, story or film of a man with Parkinson's who mm-hmm. um, consumes for the first time and is in a complete state of relaxation and can have a conversation and hold his spoon, that sort of thing. And she was blown away. Um, she'd never been exposed to, you know, those, those videos before. And um, that really, she literally that minute was like, Oh, do you think I could try a bath bomb? Or do you think, you know, your auntie Jane would like a bath bomb? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, she, so she's still a little bit like leery about certain consumption and she's, she's very wants to know, um, medically how it affects the body. So I, she's just started down a road of research, um, which is incredible. I never in my whole entire life thought that, um, they, my parents would be open to it. And my dad, um, is even a little bit more conservative than my mom. So having that conversation with him has been really challenging. Um, it didn't go well initially. Um, but as soon as Bud, Bud Betty started becoming a little bit more successful, my dad's a business guy. And when he could kind of understand what our business model was and what we were doing and that it was actually, you know, um. succeeding, he sort of jumped <laughs> on board and is, is very supportive. I can't imagine he'll consume in the next you know few years it might take a little bit longer for him to to try but um yeah it's been it's been really great and I think it's actually brought us together like even closer than ever that's amazing I love that um let's talk about what your structure looks like day to day with Bud Betty and kind of the scheduling I know that um you know as I've shared with you and the audience knows, like for me, I work full time and I run my business. Um, What does that look like for you day to day? Like in terms of creating content and building that and, and you have a partner in crime, like what, what are your roles and and who does what? And just how do you manage that with your schedules, husbands, partners, et cetera? Just so curious to know all of those details and and please like get into all of them. Awesome. We we laugh because we joke all the time that really we are each other's partners. Poor Steve is <laughs> is sick. Um, a little bit of truth there, a little bit of jokes there. Um, 
yeah, like you mentioned, we both do work full time. It does help that we work full time together. Um, so on lunch breaks and stuff, we can kind of let our creative juices flow. Or if we come up with a quick idea, shoot an email or a text being like, I thought of this, remember it. Um, but a lot of Bud Betty is our free time, which is a little bit crazy, as as you yourself know, um, and making that a priority because this is really our passion. Um, but, you know, it's hard sometimes when you come home from a long day of work, especially during the Christmas season, you're tired. Even work to work on your passion, it can be challenging. But, but we make it work. Um, a little bit of the creative process. I mean, right now, since everything, since legalization is so fresh and so new, we're really trying to build our brand. And for us, what that looks like is partnerships with everyone, reaching out to the Calgary community um, and beyond and seeing who wants to collaborate, who wants to create art. Um, is there ideas that um, we can make come true together, that sort of thing. So right now we're, we're building our lifestyle brand on Instagram through, I guess, exploring those partnerships and, mm, yeah. and those creative aspects. Yeah. And Elizabeth has lots of experience um, as a model and <laughs> sort of in that um, world that I have no experience in where I'm, I have a solid background in sort of the business world and communications and marketing and um, stakeholder relations. And Elizabeth's really the mastermind of our collaborations. She is, um, you know, we both work together to contact brands and to sort of um, get people on board. And then Elizabeth is the, the queen of, of the photo shoots and of the, the creative um, storytelling. And um, yeah, so that's sort of a little bit about our different roles we I think we definitely complement each other incredibly and we fill in the gaps where we can and um it's working it's actually surprising but it's working so well this partnership that is amazing um I just I love all of it all of it I'm just so excited about it um so why don't we kind of go into what is next for Bud Betty in 2019? What can the audience expect and, and what's like one collaboration you would love to have or anything that you're working on that you're super excited about for the brand? Sure. Um, I think the next big thing is since we do have such a strong uh, background in the event world on our professional get in our in our working lives rather um that is the next big thing that we want to work on so it's super super in the beginning stages but we are working on a um an event art series and so we kind of want to we've talked to a few contacts we kind of want to start with an art an art gallery showing um and move from there we've we've had some some chats about a battle of the band style event and a fashion show. We really want cannabis and the art scene and the elevated world that Calgary can be and beyond um, to be a part of, of legalization. Um, we want to take it out of people's basements and into the public, you know, and show that there's so many sides of, of cannabis. And part of that is an elevated event world, I think. So that's sort of our next thing we've got, um, a game plan, creative juice meeting next month, which is <laughs> next year, which is crazy. I know. Um, 
know. It's so great. It's scary almost. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, our first event, we're going to try to, well, we are, we're not going to try. We will be hosting, hopefully in the spring, we'll be um, sort of an art gallery style cannabis event mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. my god I'm just so jealous that I'm not yeah. because that's like my thing is art so um I think that's amazing I I know that we're we're getting really close to time so I want to give you both an opportunity to kind of tell the audience um like what are some resources that you have used up into this point in your business and your brand in what has helped you, maybe some things that you didn't see coming when you started Bud Buddy that was a challenge for you and how you kind of navigated that. But I would just love to hear that. And then also just a few resources for any Bud Buddy entrepreneurs that are coming into this space that um, just want to have a good, solid foundation. What's a couple pieces of advice that you can give to them? Sorry, I know that was like a lot. That's a great question. And um, we're so fortunate. Um, I, it, it optically seems like it's the same way in the States as it has been in Canada, um, that everyone is very collaborative. So um, don't be afraid um, to have an idea, put it out there, talk to people um, and run with it. And even if you think that this has been a big thing for me. Even if you think that the market is saturated um, <laughs> and people are already doing everything and there's not really any space for you in the in the industry, there is. It is in such its infancy that there is room for everyone. I remind myself, and I know this is kind of a weird analogy, but I remind myself of when I walk into a liquor store, how many brands there are. And there's like thousands of brands of wine and thousands of brands of beer and so it's not that um, there's, there's room for everyone. Even though you're doing the same sort of ish thing, everyone's got their own twist. We're all created to have a little bit of a different view on things. So don't be afraid to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that time, time and energy are, is something that I didn't even imagine yeah. um, the amount of time and energy that we would be pouring into this. And you have to keep, moving forward you there's times where you're like oh my gosh like I cannot wake up at six o'clock on a Sunday it's my only day that I'm not working and go to do a photo shoot (laughs) and you're like driving to the location with ice packs on your face because you are exhausted and drinking 900 coffees so real that is so real same here (laughs) completely real yeah apologizing to the makeup artist because you just need a little nap while he's doing your makeup (laughs) Um, so just the time and the energy and just persevere. Like I think perseverance is mm-hmm. key. Um, keep pushing forward and, and don't do it on your own. Like collaborate. Yeah. There are so many people who have expertise, um, maybe not because the cannabis industry is so young, but in other areas of business or, um, finance, like I know nothing about finance. So we've got accounting friends who help us and, um, and just collaborate, collaborate. Yeah. And I think like another big thing, especially if you are in the visual arts realm is branding and owning your work. That's mm-hmm. something um, we grew so quickly, which was a big surprise for us, a, a pleasant and welcoming <laughs> surprise, but a surprise. Um, and people were people 
Instagram accounts, um, brands were, were using our photos as promotion, which on one hand, we were so excited because that is how the world gets to know who Bud Buddy is. But on the other side, we weren't being credited. So that's a big thing that we're really moving towards um, now and into the new year is branding all of our photos with Bud Buddy logo on it. And that's something, honestly, just being a an Instagram user on my personal time, I didn't even think about doing until Bud Betty blossomed. Um, and I think that's really, it's really important to know that you know that your work is um, worth something and, and, and branding it and owning it and, mm -hmm. and seeing, um, seeing worth in that for sure. That's amazing. I, I love and um, you two are just genuinely incredible storytellers and um, the audience needs to know that your website is on point. It's beautiful <laughs> and your brand is just so well collected and I, I'm just so grateful that I've gotten this time with you. Um, okay, so now is our time for you guys to pimp yourselves out. So where can people find you individually and where can they find Bud Betty? Oh, awesome. Well, I mean, right now, Instagram is our biggest platform, so I guess individually, uh, um, my Instagram is Miss Gray, and that's G-R-A-Y, Miss Gray, Y-Y-C, and Bud Betty is at, uh, at Bud Betty, or at underscore Bud Betty, rather. At Bud underscore Betty. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'm at Hillary G Jenkins with one L. Um, yeah. And we, our website is just in some upgrade stages right now, but it will be launching uh, very, very soon. That's that time thing. Once we actually email our web designer. <laughs> info yeah that's that's yeah. all that's real <laughs> that that's what happens like when you are working full-time like I get it completely same for me so I totally understand well Hillary Elizabeth it has been incredible having you on the show you two are truly lovely individuals and I'm so excited that I got this time with you I hope that it is not the last time and I hope that we get another opportunity to record together um but thank you so much for being on the show and I can't wait to see more Bud Betty Thank, Thank you. you so much. We're really happy to be working with you or chatting with you. Well, hopefully okay. working together at some point. Yeah, great. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Have a good day. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Hashtag Canna Chick Chats podcast. If this episode brought you any value, please tap, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Also, go follow us at Oxenplow on Instagram. Also, if you loved the Bud Betty Girls, please head over to Instagram. Check out their beautiful grid. Um, their Instagram handle is bud underscore Betty. And also check out their website, budbetty.com. Okay, I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. A Merry Christmas, and I will see you all in the new year. Okay, bye.